Still Racers and Rental Cars Podcast with your host, Top Fuel Cam, Cameron Foray, and his co-host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. What's up, Don? What's going on, Cam? Oh, another beautiful day in paradise. It ain't beautiful here. I'm in the Midwest. It's the fall. It's getting cold. It rained for three freaking days. I'm wearing a sweater. All right, what were you saying? It just depends on what your paradises consist of. I've been watching them Corona commercials where they show the guy in the subway, and then all of a sudden he cracks a Corona, and it talks about where his beach is. Somehow or another in the subway in New York City, I don't think that's a beach. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. The beach is uh, about 150 yards that way. Yeah, only for your West Coast ass. <laughs> what are we going to talk about today, man? Well, what should we talk about? Let's talk about uh, technology within motorsports. What How do you think? Spell technology. <laughs> Don't ask me. Yeah, remember that? Remember that uh, Kings of Comedy? No, Steve Harvey was standing up on stage <laughs> talking about Boogie. <laughs> Boogie in the front row, he asked Boogie, he said, Boogie, what do you do? Boogie said, I'm in computer technology. He said, Boogie, you can't spell technology. <laughs> I'm a systems analyzer. <laughs> systems so analyzer. What, what do you do? I analyze systems. What do you think I do? <laughs> what kind of systems? I guess Analyzing you can, type. <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm kind of a systems analyzer. I look at a lot of race, race data, so it's kind of a systems analyzer. Yep, and when Mr. Morgan was trying to teach me X and Y axis in high school math, I should have paid attention because it seems like I look at a lot of X and Y axis mm-hmm. in my on race pack graphs. Yeah, as bad as I was at math in high school, I never would have thought that. You know, there was always that like, oh, just you wait till you get into the real world, you're going to totally use this, and you're sitting in high school going, fuck, like, why, why am I even listening to this idiot? Well. Here we are. My my elder self is now talking to my younger self and smacking him across the head and relating it to racing. And then it's like, oh, I can get used to this. Mrs. Mrs. Johnson and Mr. Morgan, science and math, Lewisburg High School. If I ever get to see them again, I'll have to owe them an apology because they said, O'Neill, you're going to need this one day. And how did I not listen? Because that's all I seem to deal with now is science and math. Yep. Well, I mean, everybody calls you because you're a super tuner, right? No, I'm not a super tuner. I'm not even, I'm not even, uh, what do they call those? I'm not even a um, temp tuner. I'm not, you can't even call Kelly services up. I'm not even that good. Manpower. I'm I not heard, even that I heard good. a rumor that people call you all the time looking for stuff. If you guys are looking for any help, that would be Don at dragsearchersale.com. Um, title, help. On yeah, the subject line yeah, of your email, yeah, lots of help. That, yeah, no, I, yeah, no, we look at grass a lot and try to help customers out. And and believe it or not, the whole technology thing, like I can remember going back. You know, we talked a long time ago about investing when you're buying and getting started in racing and how you can shorten your your curve of learning. I remember chasing a fuel issue. Couldn't remember whether it was a fuel pump or a regulator that was going bad. Couldn't figure it out. If I'd have had a race pack system so that I could read the bolts and see the voltage drop, see the pressure drop in the pump as it's going down the racetrack and it's spiking and dropping and everything, well, I would have known that it was the fuel pump. And I could have changed something and not and, and not made pass after pass after pass. So let me get this straight. Your data logger saved you time money and energy oh absolutely so technology helped save you time money and energy and there's a company out there that will help you with that why wouldn't you want to use such a thing like a race pack or efi or shock dinos or any of that if you're going down the racetrack with a race car and you don't have some sort of data collection on your race car, you are wasting time. Well, what do you mean? I just bracket race. I don't need that shit. 
well, yeah, but they're running for half a million dollars in bracket racing now. Yeah, like two <laughs> 500 grand races next year in 19. Don't you want to know when your car spins a tire other than just looking at the 60 foot and going, oh, my 60 foot's off. I spun the tire. Well, yeah, why'd you spin the tire? Was it G-meter related as far as acceleration? Was it engine RPM? Was it a fuel spike? Was it, you know, what? You hey, don't want to know? Listening to you say this literally sounds like uh, every conversation I have in my office on my phone. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. I can get like a, I used to make a comment when, when people would call and they would complain about a change and they made in their car. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to, what I want you to do is I want you to say that back under your breath in your head and I'm going to hang up now and call me back later. <laughs> Or you could say, hey, send me the data and I'll take a look and I can help you. But if you didn't have a data logger, it would be, well, why don't you just hold it up to the phone so I can take a look? Yeah, exactly. And then they have that dumbfounded look on their face. Oh, yeah, for sure. Got You'd be surprised how much you can how much you can get done, how much you can improve your program, anyone else's program with a data recorder and a program called TeamViewer. Oh, Yes. Yes. And for those of you that don't know, TeamViewer is a website that you can go on and log in and somebody can take control of your computer and you can see what they're doing. I got some funny stories about that. Like we, in the, when I was working tech, they would, uh, we would use that and he'd be like, Hey, Hey, hold on. Hold on. Is, is that my mouse moving? Uh, yes, sir. It is. <laughs> um, is that you? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Hold on. I'll be right back. And he went over and went next door and got his neighbor so him and his neighbor could watch the amazingness that was going on. That's right. Technology. That's it. Now, pay attention. I'm going to explain this to you a couple of times. See this spot here? See this spot here? Okay, we're going to try to work on this spot. Mm-hmm. Just this spot. Just this spot. Yeah. Oh. Well, aside from aside from data loggers, I mean, uh, yes, there's a lot of technology when it comes to that, but like... What about just technology as a whole, like within motorsports, right? So, I mean, yes, Racepack has data loggers for any and every form of motorsport you could essentially imagine. But what about everything else? Like, you know, just even common cars, like there's electric cars, race cars now. There's what's all this EFI stuff everybody talks about. Electronic fuel injection is that right yeah i I mean it's what everybody's car has unless it's an electric car and it's got hybrid in it or whatever the case may they got a prius or whatever um i no, yeah today's technology in motorsports it just it never ceases to stop you can just keep it just keeps moving everything gets improved uh you know well i use a race pack system in the shop when, when setting up a chassis you can set your you know you're setting rear shock height front strut height how it's sitting on the floor what the scales are you know you're waiting and balance your car out uh you know you got shock dynos going on to to improve in in your program at weather stations i mean if you're at the racetrack and you don't have a weather station it makes it really hard for you to dial your car now of course you know you got your alcohol guys out there that you know they I'm on alcohol. Whatever it runs when it comes out of the box is what it's going to run all day. Uh, and, you know, yeah, okay. All right. I'm with you. Um, but I still feel like you have to have the the weather station to go along with so you can create trends for, you know, other places that you go across the country racing if you're a traveling racer, you know. You know what blows me away about technology just in general? So, you know, here people have been racing since – Moby Dick was a minnow and they're they're out here like how much like just okay let's just take the past five years right like how much EFI and all these things make such a huge difference like were people not that smart 20 years ago or was it just they had the ideas but they had no means to make it happen right so did they not have a data logger to see what was going on within that run or did they not have an EFI system that, Oh, well I can individually tune this injector or whatever. Like, is it just somebody had to invent that stuff or did, were these ideas developed within the past few years? You know, like are the theories there for the most part? I think the theories were always there. I just think it took someone having to develop them. People having ideas going, you know, uh, 
Oh, what was it? I just saw the other day. I saw a picture of a race pack that still had the dot matrix printer. It was for sale online. <laughs> oh, on I saw that. Somebody tagged me on that and uh, yep. on Facebook. Yep, with that little dot matrix printer that printed out the graph mm-hmm. in the paper, the old school like cash register tape. I don't even know what model that was. SC one thousand or something like that. I think it was probably before that, but the SC one thousand was one of them. Yeah, there was a. Uh, what was it? There was a, what was before SC one thousand two K three K was before that, which was literally like it looked like the size of a school textbook. The thing was huge and had all these things. And but yeah, you would print it out on a piece of paper, like a it looked like a calculator paper, like the scroll, and you'd tape it on the side of your trailer, and it was like scatter plots. Yeah. Look at looking like an EKG for a race car. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. All right, so as far as technology goes, my first like remembrance of technology was Dale Ar- Dale Armstrong with the terrible towel and Kenny Bernstein's funny car. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that race pack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sure was. They were uh, uh, basically. Uh, instrumental in the whole creation of race pack itself um history lesson for you but yeah they uh ray alley him bernstein they all kind of got together and uh and ron armstrong was uh actually one of the inventors of race pack he used to race hydroplane boats and uh he needed some way after that's kind of how he was into racing and then you had another guy named spencer who it was Ron and Spencer were the race pack guys, but they needed ways to test this stuff. So that's how they got Ray Alley and, and Bernstein and all these people involved. And then realized what you can learn if you just see what the car is actually doing, spinning the tire and whatnot. And, but yeah, Bernstein was, he was, I actually, I think he was one of the um, investors at the very beginning. Cause so Spen- what was that like 85, 86? Yep. 85. Yep. See, look at that. We've had race pack going on for almost 30 years. 30 plus years, man. It's 28. bad math, too. It's, God, tw- it's 2018. <laughs> See? Okay, so technology. Let me get my calculator out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simple math is a struggle for me. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. I'm right there with you. But, yeah, no, it, I mean, it, it's been around for a long time, but that that's what intrigues me so much about it. Like, it's been around for that long and it's just the advancements of what you can do with technology gets greater i mean look at your cell phone like you know all these people are going to freak out once once uh our new road racing stuff turns into the drag racing world with our with our cl1 stuff it's all app based there's one little box you put in the car and you literally it your phone is there's no more computer so yeah it's touch pinch zoom like if you can go on instagram you can use this and it's literally, it's freaking awesome. But I, so, but blue, people Bluetooth are, app, Bluetooth app. Well, yeah, that's another one. This is a, this is the next step in that process. But yeah, the Bluetooth app is, is awesome that, you know, these things that like people think when we when we first came out with the Bluetooth app, it was funny because I was like, what the hell do you need that for? Like, oh, I don't, I don't need that on my phone. Well, yeah, your crew guy does when instead of leaning into the car, or getting your ass ran over or whatever, like. Oh, let me uh, just pull out my phone here and see exactly what the driver's seeing because the driver's probably not looking at the gauges. <laughs> so I, I don't know how many times it saved me from launching a nitrous disc on the blow-off valve when I'm warming a bottle up. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, what number is that? 15. Oh, unplug that mug, step back, cool it down. Yeah, no, abs- absolutely. You know, but I mean, there's even aside from from race pack and data loggers like you said weather stations and then all these these crazy electronic shocks and all this stuff now like pfft, you know i couldn't imagine trying to now think think about that let's take electronic shocks think about the fact that now now we've went from electronic shocks to shocks that are ruined on airpods with timers so now we've got an airpod shock with a timer electronically controlling it where we had just an electronic shock before now we've inserted the technology of air into to be utilized with shocks and struts front struts now with airpods in them uh it's it's crazy and you you know it's just it's when's it going to end we've got you know what was it throttle stops we talk about super comp racing super gas it used to just be like a disc or somebody put something underneath a bolt on the pedal and now we got 
you got single stage stops, dual stage stops, air stops, electric stops. Uh, it just goes on and on. And uh, so, yeah. And then you talk about your phone technology research wise. Think, think about how the data collection has changed. I know in the pro ranks, you know, everybody really looks at the sheets that come out where people's incrementals and stuff are. But like for us down on the sportsman side, you know, for top sportsmen, we can take someone's run and go back and look through their history and see where we're supposed to be at on the racetrack in reference to them, where they're, you know, outperforming us on the racetrack. Is it in the first 300 foot of the racetrack or is it in the last 300 foot of the racetrack where where do they have their program better than yours and that that history that data all that information is right out there at our fingertips now where it used to not be you used to, if uh what was that uh card system iCard. Remember oh iCard? yeah i went to like the game boy yes yeah. compulink and you grab it you know wire at the racetrack and you could just build your database for everywhere you went you just you know, grabbed every racer's data. And nowadays it's right there in NHRA. Here it is today. It's Wednesday and we can go out here on live timing and pull up results and see what we ran four races ago to see what the incrementals and stuff are and, and use it adequately in our planning or strategy, if you will, of racing. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Elaborating on that, what, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but it used to just be the pros, right? Like that had all this stuff, but that's what I think has been one of the coolest thing. Like I've been at race back for 10 years. So just in 10 years, seeing how many sportsmen people and, you know, we've tried to make it more affordable. Everybody said, you know, when I first started all oh, race pack, it's awesome, but it's freaking way too expensive. Well, electronics are expensive and this technology we're talking about getting these people to create all this stuff is very expensive. But luckily, as technology evolves, so do parts and things and processes to build it. So it allows us to create it in the masses, I guess you would say. So that way, all of these sportsman racers and all these different forms of motorsports can use it as well and not break the bank. I mean, if you went and told some guy that races super comp that, oh, yeah, um, your race pack is going to cost you like $30,000, like a top fuel one would, they would, they'd croak, not... But now, I mean, we have them down to what eight hundred bucks to to get a oh, basic sure. data logger. Like, but and how much is a set of tires, right? So you know, you're spending eleven hundred dollars or whatever on a set of tires, and you know, so that argument of the oh, I I can't afford a data logger has has been blown out the window. You can't you cannot afford not to. That's the thing. You cannot afford not to, because so that's the other thing. So in once again, you know, I approach everything from a business standpoint that we're in a passion, hobby-based industry that people choose to do, don't have to do. Okay, well, I don't want to have to go to test and tune night and spend 50 bucks where I might only get one or two runs on a less than desirable racetrack to be able to collect data to try to improve my program. I need to be able to collect that data when I'm testing, racing, trying new stuff so that I can be able to formulate and improve my program every time I drop the trailer door. So you can you cannot afford to not spend the money right. to, to have data collection and technology. Uh, I had someone today just text me about, hey, look, I'm over my handheld weather station. It screwed me three times. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> You're not collecting your weather elements for your for your system, you know, whether it's Crew Chief Pro or Computech or whoever it is that you're using. You're not collecting those weather weather elements in the same spot. You got your handheld over here out of the sun one time. It's over here in the sun the next time. You you got to use technology consistently and adequately to improve your system and your program. But you know you know what's funny? Just what you said made me think of this. So. As much as people are scared of technology in general, right? What's the first thing that people blame when, oh, you know, when I lost a round or I didn't set low qualifier or whatever? Oh, my damn weather station. My damn weather station or, oh, my, my race pack didn't record or because you probably forgot to push the button or, you know, but like it's the first thing that everybody says, oh, well, 
it's because of this or that. Well, your port weather station is only as smart as its user, operator. right? Yes. That's right. Yeah. So nine times out of 10, operator is is the issue. But but we're the first people to blame, whether it's a weather station, your shocks, your data logger, your EFI. Oh, I, I didn't... It didn't put the load the right tune in my EFI system. Well, who who loaded it in there? That's right. You know that's fu- that's funny. You ever uh, my favorite phrase to try to teach my wife, you know, because she's not a she's not a racer and she's she races and learned racing, uh, drag racing. You know, being married and in, in around me and in the phrase that she hates that I try to teach her that she doesn't like is that you know I let the car down. Or the car let me down. And, and she doesn't understand that they are two extremely separate statements, but are two true statements. Yeah, you couldn't and, be more true. <laughs> right. You know, and she hates it. The car doesn't have anything to do with it. It didn't let you down. Yes, the car let me down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or I let the car down. One or the other. Yeah. For sure. Heck for yeah. sure. Oh man, that's funny right there. That is, yeah. People, they're afraid of technology, especially, especially. Oh man, customer call you up and they're chasing a problem. You ask them, well, what kind of ignition system you have? I got an MSD seven AL two, <laughs> the gold box, the gold box, the gold wing, the Honda gold wing of of ignitions. Absolutely, I got all these modules. They're plugged into each other. They're piggyback. You know, they got Velcro tape on the back of them. They're stuck on top of the. Oh man! Yeah. But yeah. I mean, look well, at yeah. look at ignitions though. Look at look at what has happened there in technology. I mean, hell, you go from your gold box, your or your. Uh, we related a lot to the. It was the MSD Digital Six or the like. A lot of people oh. putting their street cars. You know, oh, you yeah. got an MSD ignition in there. Better spark. You know, that's it. But now I, in drag rate, you got the grid. You pull timing out at a certain thing. Blah blah blah. I mean, I blinked I, my eyes twice and took a half degree out. Yeah, a, a half a degree. Yeah, quarter a, a degree. Yeah, like who, two tenths. Who thought that was a good idea? You know, and for how long? And you know, oh, well, obviously trial and error. You know, that's it. I ramp it in and ramp it back out. Yep. Yep. That's like the hokey pokey. That's it. Turn yourself around. <laughs> Watch this. We're going to put some wheel speed in this mug. Oh, we got too much wheel speed. We need to pull some power out right here. Right here. Shake zone. Shake zone. Well, you probably you would deal with that a lot on the, the top sportsman side, right? Abs- yes, we do. And, and I'll tell you, you know, there are people out there that have been doing it uh, so much longer than I have that I actually lean on sometimes uh, a lot of times just to have a different opinion of experience for them to say, this is what we need to do, or this is what you should do, or this is how it should look, or, you know, you're, you're missing this because there's one thing about it. This is not an exact science and it takes trial and error. And if someone's been doing more trial and error than you, there is nothing wrong with leaning on them for an opinion to say, Hey, I'm a little lost here. I need some help. And, uh, there is nothing wrong with that. And that yeah. would be those super tuners that we call up. Oh, super tuners. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, what do they call it? What do they call them in the radio world? The red hot red hat mafia? <laughs> red hot they call they call them a red hot mafia. I, I'm on the hashtag JB tune. That'd be that Jeffrey Barker guy. Yeah. I don't yeah. even I don't have a tune. I have a uh mm, let's do some long long math here and get a throttle stop ratio and give that a shot. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, I need to slow down a tenth, and it's two, so that's twenty numbers. All right, let's go. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> when uh, yeah, and then that usually uh, the everybody in the lane is like, oh yeah, let's go race Cameron. He hasn't raced in forever, and like he's got that little squeak, squeaky duck on top of his car. Yeah. Quack quack! Here comes the duck. Yep, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I tell I tell my wife that I'm going to have to, she's going to start driving the super comp car probably next year. And um, she's going to probably wax everybody because they'll be used to, they'll be used to me driving it. <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll take, they'll take her for granted and then she'll just start d- dropping people, putting them on their heads and turning on wind lights. Hell yeah. Absolutely. That works. 
Yep. What's the cra- what's the craziest thing I, that I, I can just sitting here thinking about technology, trying to think of what the the craziest thing that I can remember uh, from back in the day to to modern day uh, was weather technology was uh, Sherman Adcock and his brother Woody was telling me about the sling something this sling gauge for the weather they just the come sling out sling gauge yeah I'm trying to remember the real name for it. Um, and come outside and you, you know, kind of like a lasso, you swing it around. I know you're laughing at me right now because you see me swinging my hand, right? And then you take a, a reading and that had something to do with the weather. And uh, I can't remember the name of it. And, and, and I know Sherman's not going to listen to the podcast. He don't listen to podcasts. I'm going to have to remember him and Tatum. They, man, they had me rolling one time uh, uh, telling me that story about it. Now, I hope that they were being for real because here I am telling yeah, it on But on here, here's what's funny. If if that was real, you know, however many years ago that was, Adcock is a bad, badass racer, right? The guy wins all the time. So that's what's funny about people. It's the human nature, right? So next thing you know, you got all these people swinging this shit around in the pits and like, like they're David and Goliath freaking launching rocks, you know, like right. trying to hit each other. But, and then he's probably thinking, oh, I just totally made this crap up and look at all these people. But it's true. Like, I mean, monkey see monkey do, right? Oh, he used to, he used to crack me up so hard. He'd be like, he'd say something to me or I'd have a question about something. And I'd be like, look at him. I'd be like, for real? And he'd say, O'Neill, if I tell you a piss ant, a pull a bell, hey, you hook his ass up. <laughs> 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 for sure uh, but but it is it is a lot of monkey see and, it, and we we've talked about it through almost every podcast anybody can go out write a check get all the equipment that they need tools technology to to go to the racetrack and be competitive in a couple weekends heck we make money at it you know setting people up and they're like hey i want to get into racing okay we're gonna buy this buy that buy this buy that all right we go to the racetrack five runs you're going 90 thumbs up dude good luck to you, you yeah i'm doing a gary pritchett thumbs up there you go yeah well <laughs> it's, it's it's true and and i guess that maybe one downside to technology is the fact that there's so much technology out there now that everybody that essentially races like okay let's take super comp for example freaking everybody out there is within a hundredth or two right and you're yeah. racing against a hundred and uh, say it's the Vegas divisional and you're, you're racing 140 a, of, yeah, there's 140 super comp cars and, and not one of them is, you know, I mean, there may be one guy that forgets to turn something on or whatever and goes 1550 or whatever. But like, for the most part, everybody's within a 10th on both sides of, you know, fast or slow, depending on how you want to drive. Yep. Eight eight ninety five to nine oh five. They're all they're all in the ball game. Yep. And what's funny is if you ask half of them how the how they came up with that number, oh, I don't know. I just put it. In, I just typed it in my computer and it it's told me a number. <laughs> oh, so technology wins again. Yeah, yeah. There there are a few folks out there that still kind of use the old computer as a a reference. That's a reference. It's kind of like going to the library. And you're supposed to be the subject matter expert in something and you read it in a book, but you're going, uh, I don't think so. Well, I'll tell uh, you, I'll tell you myself. I mean, as much data logging and sensors and all the stuff I have on my cars, I like when it comes to like coming up with a stop number, like to put in the box, I do it all by hand. I don't use a computer. I use a weather station and I get, I go to the track with a, like a pad of paper and I do it by hand. Yeah. Density, altitude, yep. some grains, va- vapor pressure. You know, there's a, there's a few formulas that you can use for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, I've created, some- I've created, a, you know, these formulas that we've, the people we race with, we do that. And there's things that we factor in that a lot of others don't. What's funny is the people that use certain yep. tools you technology. see technology there you go they if one person's off <laughs> they're, they're all off, off. <laughs> yep yep because it tells you the same thing so sometimes you know that technology that everybody thinks can be a hindrance it, it, it sometimes could because it doesn't 
it only it's only as smart as like we said it's only as smart as you make it right so if you don't factor in something or people programming it yep yeah so you know it's there's a lot of a lot of things in there but oh for sure now when you 90 racing you know you gotta you gotta pick a couple people to watch like if they always go out ahead of you go okay all right, they went this, they went that. That's what they just went. Okay, so it's probably three slow when everybody else is thinking it's really five slow. But you also have to know how that person races too. That's right. So if you're looking at a guy that went 85 to the wood <laughs> and he's normally, you know, nine or 891 to the wood, then you know it's probably pretty quick. But if he's a guy that sets up, Hot or you know like that. People don't nope. think about that either. But nope, you got you got to have a strategy to it. Yeah, that technology strategy. That technology strategy. It's all it's all part of it. But yeah, you know, like I said, I I just wanted to discuss this a little bit because technology has been so involved in in motorsports now that you almost have to have technology. So I thought we'd touch on that and you know start getting people's memories or brains to start jogging a little bit to maybe think, well, maybe this is something that. I should look into upgrading my program instead of instead of maybe putting a new widget on the car. Maybe maybe that new thing that I need to do over the off season may be a data logger or an EFI system or a power grid ignition or electronic shocks or something to in, enhance your racing operation. Oh, for sure. It's the end of the you know we're coming up on the end of the off season for 2018. Um, you know we we make a comment around here uh races aren't always one at the racetrack a lot of races start out being one in the shop in the off season doing the maintenance starts back here in the shop and if you're not if you're not trying to better your program then you know and you're expecting better results then i'm not real sure i think they call that uh, do the same thing uh insanity that's what they call that <laughs> So, uh, yeah, off season, uh, it's trade show time, getting ready for the off off season. Hopefully folks will, uh, upgrade some stuff, install some race pack sensors. And if it's not race pack, get a data system, get somebody's system, make your, make your program better, be a, a better racer, be a more competitive racer at the racetrack in 2019 and, uh, help grow our sport of, uh, drag racing and any, any form of motorsports for that matter. Absolutely. And, uh, with that, I guess we'll, I guess we'll end, uh, today's, today's episode, but you know, as usual, thanks Don. It's always been a pleasure talking to you and, you know, we, Always like to thank racepack.com for letting us do this and uh, dragsearchforsale.com along with Voice America for asking us to put out a uh, podcast such as this. So anyway, we'll uh, we'll be at you come in the coming weeks with more shenanigans and uh, exploits. Podcast with your host, Top Fuel Cam, Cameron Foray, and his co-host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Keep on till they can't ignore you. Put it up for the weekend warriors. What's up, Don? What's going on, Cam? Oh, another beautiful day in paradise. It ain't beautiful here. I'm in the Midwest. It's the fall. It's getting cold. It rained for three freaking days. I'm wearing a sweater. All right, what were you saying? It just depends on what your paradises consist of. I've been watching them Corona commercials where they show the guy in the subway, and then all of a sudden he cracks a Corona, and it talks about where his beach is. Somehow or another in the subway in New York City, I don't think that's a beach. (laughs) That's a good point. The beach is uh, about 150 yards that way. Yeah, only for your West Coast ass.
What are we going to talk about today, man? Well, what should we talk about? Let's talk about uh, technology within motorsports. What do you think? Spell technology. Don't ask me. Yeah, remember that? Remember that uh, Kings of Comedy? No, Steve Harvey was standing up on stage <laughs> talking about Boogie. Boogie in the front row. He asked Boogie, he said, Boogie, what do you do? Boogie said, I'm in computer technology. He said, Boogie, you can't spell technology. <laughs> I'm a systems analyzer. <laughs> systems so analyzer. What, what do you do? I analyze systems. What do you think I do? <laughs> what kind of systems? <laughs> I guess analyzing time. <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of a systems analyzer. I look at a lot of race race data, so it's kind of a systems analyzer. Yep. And when Mr. Morgan was trying to teach me X and Y axis in high school math, I should have paid attention because it seems like I look at a lot of X and Y axis mm-hmm. in my on race pack graphs. Yeah. As bad as I was at math in high school, I never would have thought that. You know, there was always that like, oh. Just you wait till you get into the real world. You're going to totally use this. And you're sitting in high school going, fuck, like, why, why am I even listening to this idiot? Well, here we are. My my elder self is now talking to my younger self and smacking him across the head and relating it to racing. And then it's like, oh, I can get used to this. Mrs. Mrs. Johnson and Mr. Morgan, science and math, Lewisburg High School. If I ever get to see him again, I'll have to... Owe them an apology because they said, O'Neill, you're going to need this one day. And how did I not listen? Because that's all I seem to deal with now is science and math. Yep. Well, I mean, everybody calls you because you're a super tuner, right? No, I'm not a super tuner. I'm not even, I'm not even, uh, what do they call those? I'm not even a um, temp tuner. I'm not, you can't even call Kelly services up. I'm not even that good. Manpower. I'm I heard, not even that I heard good. a rumor that people call you all the time looking for stuff. If you guys are looking for any help, that would be Don at dragsearchersale.com. Um, title, help on yeah, the subject yeah, line of your email. <laughs> yeah. Lots of help. Yeah. No, I yeah, no, we look at grass a lot and try to help customers out. And, and believe it or not, the total technology thing, like I can remember going back. You know, we talked a long time ago about investing when you're buying and getting started in racing and how you can shorten your your curve of learning. I remember chasing a fuel issue. Couldn't remember whether it was a fuel pump or a regulator that was going bad. Couldn't figure it out. If I would had a race pack system so that I could read the bolts and see the voltage drop, see the pressure drop in the pump as it's going down the racetrack and it's spiking and dropping and everything, well, I would have known that it was the fuel pump and I could have changed something and not and, and not made pass after pass after pass. So let me get this straight. Your data logger saved you time, money, and energy. Oh, Absolutely. So technology helped save you time, money, and energy, and there's a company out there that will help you with that. Why wouldn't you want to use such a thing like a race pack or EFI or shock dinos or any of that? If you're going down the racetrack with a race car and you don't have some sort of data collection on your race car, you are wasting time. Well, what do you mean? I just bracket race. I don't need that shit. Well, yeah, but they're running for half a million dollars in bracket racing now. Yeah, <laughs> like two 500 grand races next year in 19. Don't you want to know when your car spins a tire other than just looking at the 60 foot and going, oh, my 60 foot's off. I spun the tire. Well, yeah, why'd you spin the tire? Was it G-meter related as far as acceleration? Was it engine RPM? Was it a fuel spike? Was it, you know, what? You don't want to know? Listening to you say this literally sounds like uh, every conversation I have in my office on my phone. Oh, for sure. For sure. I can get like a, I used to make a comment when when people would call and they would complain about a change and they made in their car. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to, what I want you to do is I want you to say that back under your breath in your head and I'm going to hang up now and call me back later. (laughs) Or you could say, hey, send me the data and I'll take a look and I can help you. But if you didn't have a data logger, it would be, well, why don't you just hold it up to the phone so I can take a look? Yeah, exactly. And then they have that dumbfounded look on their face oh yeah 
for sure. Got you'd be surprised how much you can how much you can get done, how much you can improve your program, anyone else's program with a data recorder and a program called TeamViewer. Oh, yes. Yes. And for those of you that don't know, TeamViewer is a website that you can go on and log in and somebody can take control of your computer and you can see what they're doing. I got some funny stories about that like we in the when I was working tech they would uh, we would use that and he'd be like hey hey hold on hold on. is is that my mouse moving uh yes sir it is <laughs> um is that you uh yeah yeah it is <laughs> hold on i'll be right back and he went over and went next door and got his neighbor so him and his neighbor could watch the amazingness that was going on that's right technology that's it now pay attention i'm going to explain this to you a couple times see this spot here see this spot here okay we're going to try to work on this spot Mm -hmm. just this spot just this spot yeah aside from aside from data loggers i mean uh, yes there's a lot of technology when it comes to that but like what about just technology as a whole like within motorsports right so i mean yes race pack has data loggers for any and every form of motorsport you could essentially imagine but what about everything else like you know just even common cars like there's electric cars race cars now there's what's all this efi stuff everybody talks about electronic fuel injection is that right yeah i I mean it's what everybody's car has unless it's an electric car and it's got hybrid in it or whatever the case may got a prius or whatever um i no, yeah today's technology in motorsports it just it never ceases to stop. You can just keep it just keeps moving. Everything gets improved. Uh, you know, well, I use a race pack system in the shop when, when setting up a chassis. You can set your you know, you're setting rear shock height, front strut height, how it's sitting on the floor, what the scales are. You know, you're waiting and balance your car out. Uh, you know, you got shock dynos going on to, to improve and improve. In your program at weather stations, I mean, if you're at the racetrack and you don't have a weather station, it makes it really hard for you to dial your car. Now, of course, you know, you got your alcohol guys out there that, you know, they I'm on alcohol, whatever it runs when it comes out of the box is what it's going to run all day. Uh, and, you know, yeah, OK. All right. I'm with you. Um, but I still feel like you have to have the the weather station to go along with so you can create trends for you know, other places that you go across the country racing. If you're a traveling racer, you know, you know, it blows me away about technology just in general. So, you know, here people have been racing since Moby Dick was a minnow and they're, they're out here. Like how much, like just, okay, let's just take the past five years, right? Like how much EFI and all these things make such a huge difference. Like, were people not that smart 20 years ago or was it just they had the ideas but they had no means to make it happen right so did they not have a data logger to see what was going on within that run or did they not have an efi system that oh well i can individually tune this injector or whatever like is it just somebody had to invent that stuff or did were these ideas developed within the past few years you know like are the theories there for the most part, I think the theories were always there. I just think it took someone having to develop them. People having ideas going, you know, uh, oh, what was it? I just saw the other day. I saw a picture of a race pack that still had the dot matrix printer. It was for <laughs> sale online. Oh, on I saw that. Somebody tagged me on that in uh, yep. on Facebook. Yep, with that little dot matrix printer that printed out the graph mm-hmm. in the paper, the old school like cash register tape. I don't even know what model that was. SC-1000 or something like that? I think it was probably before that, but the SC-1000 was one of them. Yeah, there was a... Uh, what was it? There was a, What was before SC-1000? 2K, 3K was before that, which was literally like... It looked like the size of a school textbook. The thing was huge and had all these things. And But yeah, you would print it out on a piece of paper like a... It looked like a calculator paper, like the scroll, and you'd tape it on the side of your trailer, and it was like scatter plots. Yeah. Look at looking like an EKG for a race car. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. All right. So as far as technology goes, my first like remembrance of technology was Dale Ar- Dale Armstrong 
with the terrible tile and Kenny Bernstein's funny car. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that race pack? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it sure was. They were uh, uh, basically uh, instrumental in the whole creation of race pack itself. Um, history lesson for you. But yeah, they, uh, Ray Alley, him, Bernstein, they all kind of got together and, uh, and Ron Armstrong was, uh, actually one of the inventors of race pack. He used to race hydroplane boats and, uh, he needed some way after that's kind of how he was into racing. And then you had another guy named Spencer who it was Ron and Spencer were the race pack guys, but they needed ways to test this stuff. So that's how they got Ray Alley and, and Bernstein and all these people involved and then realized what you can learn if you just see what the car is actually doing, spinning the tire and whatnot. And, but yeah, Bernstein was, he was, I actually, I think he was one of the um, investors at the very beginning. Cause so Spen- what was that like 85, 86? Yep. 85. Yep. See, look at that. We've had race pack going on for almost 30 years. 30 plus years, man. It's 20 bad math, too. It's, oh, tw- yeah, it's 2018. <laughs> See? Okay, so technology. Let me get my calculator out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simple math is a struggle for me. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. I'm right there with you. But, yeah, no, it, I mean, it, it's been around for a long time, but that that's what intrigues me so much about it. Like, it's been around for that long and it's just the advancements of what you can do with technology gets greater i mean look at your cell phone like you know all these people are going to freak out once once uh our new road racing stuff turns into the drag racing world with our with our cl1 stuff it's all app based there's one little box you put in the car and you literally it your phone is there's no more computer so yeah it's touch pinch zoom like if you can go on instagram you can use this and it's literally, it's freaking awesome. But I, so, but blue, people Bluetooth are, app, Bluetooth app. Well, yeah, that's another one. This is a, this is the next step in that process. But yeah, the Bluetooth app is, is awesome that, you know, these things that like people think when we've, when we first came out with the Bluetooth app, it was funny because it was like, what the hell do you need that for? Like, oh, I don't, I don't need that on my phone. Well, yeah, your crew guy does when instead of leaning into the car, or getting your ass ran over or whatever, like, Oh, let me uh, just pull out my phone here and see exactly what the driver's seeing because the driver's probably not looking at the gauges. <laughs> so I, I don't know how many times it saved me from launching a nitrous disc on the blow-off valve when I'm warming a bottle up. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, what number is that? 15. Oh, unplug that mug, step back, cool it down. Yeah, no, abs- absolutely. You know, but I mean, there's even aside from from – race pack and data loggers like you said weather stations and then all these these crazy electronic shocks and all this stuff now like you know i couldn't imagine trying to now think think about that let's take electronic shocks think about the fact that now now we've went from electronic shocks to shocks that are ruined on airpods with timers so now we've got an airpod shock with a timer electronically controlling it where we had just an electronic shock before now we've inserted the technology of air into to be utilized with shocks and struts front struts now with airpods in them uh it's it's crazy and you you know it's just it's when's it going to end we've got you know what was it throttle stops we talk about super comp racing super gas it used to just be like a disc or somebody put something underneath a bolt on the pedal and now we got you got single stage stops dual stage stops air stops electric stops uh it just goes on and on and uh so yeah and then you talk about your phone technology research wise think think about how the data collection has changed I know in the pro ranks, you know, everybody really looks at the sheets that come out, where people's incrementals and stuff are. But like for us down on the sportsman side, you know, for top sportsmen, we can take someone's run and go back and look through their history and see where we're supposed to be out on the racetrack in reference to them, where they're, you know, outperforming us on the racetrack. Is it in the first 300 foot of the racetrack or is it in the last 300 foot of the racetrack where where do they have their program better than yours and that that history that data all that information is right out there at our fingertips now where it used to not be you used if uh what was that uh the card system i card 
Remember oh, yeah. I went to like the Game Boy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, CompuLink and you grab it, you know, wire at the racetrack and you could just build your database for everywhere you went. You just, you know, grabbed every racer's data. And nowadays it's right there in the NHRA. Here it is today. It's Wednesday and we can go out here on live timing and pull up results and see what we ran four races ago to see what the incrementals and stuff are and and use it adequately in our planning or strategy if you will of racing oh yeah no for sure elaborating on that what you kind of touched on it a little bit but it used to just be the pros right like that had all this stuff but that's what i think has been one of the coolest thing like i've been at race back for 10 years so just in 10 years seeing how many sportsmen people and you know we've tried to make it more affordable everybody said you know when i first started all oh, race pack it's awesome but it's freaking way too expensive well electronics are expensive and this technology we're talking about getting these people to create all this stuff is very expensive but luckily as technology evolves so do parts and things and processes to build it so it allows us to create it in the masses i guess you would say so that way all of these sportsman racers and all these different forms of motorsports can use it as well and not break the bank. I mean, if you went and told some guy that races super comp that, oh yeah, um, your race pack is going to cost you like $30,000, like a top fuel one would, they would, they'd croak. Not, but now, I mean, we have them down to what, 800 bucks to, to get a oh, basic sure. data logger. Like, but, and how much is a set of tires, right? So, you know, you're spending $1,100 or whatever on a set of tires and, you know, so that argument of the, oh, I, c- I can't afford a data logger has, has been blown out the window. You can't, af- you cannot afford not to. That's the thing. You cannot afford not to because, so that's the other thing. So, and once again, you know, I approach everything from a business standpoint that we're in a passion hobby based industry that people choose to do, don't have to do. Okay. Well, I don't want to have to go to test and tune night and spend 50 bucks where I might only get one or two runs on a less than desirable racetrack to be able to collect data to try to improve my program. I need to be able to collect that data when I'm testing, racing, trying new stuff so that I can be able to formulate and improve my program every time I drop the trailer door. So you can you cannot afford to not spend the money right. to to have data collection and technology. Uh, I had someone today just text me about, hey, look, I'm over my handheld weather station. It screwed me three times. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you're not collecting your weather elements for your for your system. You know, whether it's Crew Chief Pro or Computech or whoever it is that you're using, you're not collecting those weather weather elements in the same spot. You got your handheld over here out of the sun one time. It's over here in the sun the next time. You you got to use technology consistently and adequately to improve your system and your program. But you know, you know, it's funny. Just what you said made me think of this. So, as much as people are scared of technology in general, right? What's the first thing that people blame when, oh, you know, when I lost a round or I didn't set low qualifier or whatever? Oh, my damn weather station. My damn weather station or, oh, my my race pack didn't record or because you probably forgot to push the button or, you know, but like it's the first thing that everybody says, oh, well, it's because of this or that. Well, your poor weather station is only as smart as its user, right? Yes. That's right. Yeah, so nine times out of ten, operator is is the issue, but but we're the first people to blame. Whether it's a weather station, your shocks, your data logger, your EFI. Oh, I I didn't it didn't put the load the right tune in my EFI system. Well, who who loaded it in there? That's right. You know that's fu- that's funny. You ever uh, my favorite phrase to try to teach my wife. You know, because she's not a she's not a racer and she's. She races and learned racing, uh, drag racing, you know, being married and in, in, around me. And, and the phrase that she hates that I try to teach her that she doesn't like is, that, you know, I let the car down or the car let me down. And, and she doesn't understand that they are two extremely separate statements, but are two 
true statements. Yeah, you couldn't and, be more true. <laughs> right. You know, and she hates it. The car doesn't have anything to do with it. It didn't let you down. Yes, the car let me down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or I let the car down. One or the other. Yeah. For sure. Heck for yeah. sure. Oh, man. That's funny right there. That is. Yeah, people, they're afraid of technology, especially, especially, oh, man. Customer call you up and they're chasing a problem. You ask them, well, what kind of ignition system you have? I got an MSD 7AL2. <laughs> the gold box. The gold box. The gold wing. The Honda gold wing of, of ignitions. Absolutely. I got all these modules. They're plugged into each other. They're piggyback. You know, they got Velcro tape on the back of them. They're stuck on top of the... Oh, man. Yeah. But God, I mean, look, well, at, yeah. look at ignitions, though. Look at, look at what has happened there in technology i mean hell you go from your gold box your or your uh, we related a lot to the it was the msd digital six or the like a lot of people oh. put in their street cars you know oh you yep. got an msd ignition in there better spark you know that's it but now I, in drag rate you got the grid you pull timing out at a certain thing blah 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 i mean i blinked I, my eyes twice and took a half degree out yeah a half a degree <laughs> Yeah, quarter uh, degree. Yeah, like who? Two tenths. <laughs> who thought that was a good idea? You know, and for how long? And you know, oh, well, obviously trial and error. You know, that's it. I ramp it in and ramp it back out. Yep, yep. That's like the hokey pokey. That's it. Turn yourself around. <laughs> Watch this. We're gonna put some wheel speed in this mug. Oh, we got too much wheel speed. We need to pull some power out right here, right here. Shake zone, shake zone. Well, you probably you would deal with that a lot on the the top sportsman side, right? Absolutely. Yes, we do. And, and I'll tell you, you know, there are people out there that have been doing it uh, so much longer than I have that I actually lean on sometimes, a lot of times, just to have a different opinion of experience for them to say, this is what we need to do, or this is what you should do, or this is how it should look, or, you know, you're you're missing this. Because th- there's one thing about it. This is not an exact science. And it takes trial and error. And if someone's been doing more trial and error than you, there is nothing wrong with leaning on them for an opinion to say, hey, I'm a little lost here. I need some help. Yep. And uh, there is nothing wrong with that. And that yep. would be those super tuners that we call up. Oh, super tuners. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do they call it? What do they call them in the radio world? The Red Hot, red hot Mafia? <laughs> <laughs> red hot they call they call it red hot mafia I, i'm on the hashtag jb tune that'd be that jeffrey barker guy yeah i don't yeah. even i don't have a tune i have a uh let's do some long long math here and get a throttle stop ratio and give that a shot <laughs> oh let's see uh, i need to slow down a tenth and it's two so that's 20 numbers all right let's go yeah <laughs> pretty much when uh, yeah and then that usually uh the everybody in the lane is like, oh yeah, let's go race Cameron. He hasn't raced in forever, and like he's got that little squeak, squeaky duck on top of his car. Yeah. Quack quack! Here comes the duck. Yep, pretty much, pretty much, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, I I tell I tell my wife that I'm gonna have to. She's gonna start driving the super comp car probably next year, and um, she's gonna probably wax everybody because they'll be used to they'll be used to me driving it. <laughs> Yeah, they'll they'll take they'll take her for granted, and then she'll just start dr- dropping people, putting them on their heads, and turning on wind lights. Hell yeah, absolutely, that works. Yeah. What's the cra- What's the craziest thing I, that I I can just sitting here thinking about technology, trying to think of what the the craziest thing that I can remember uh, from back in the day to to modern day uh, was weather technology was uh, Sherman Adcock and his brother Woody. Was tell me about the sling, something this sling gauge for the weather. They just the come sling out sling gauge. Yeah, I try to remember the real name for it. Um, and come outside and you, you know, kind of like a lasso, you swing it around. <laughs> I know you're laughing at me right now because you see me swinging my hand, right? <laughs> and then you take a, a reading, and that had something to do with the weather. And uh, I can't remember the name of it. And and I know Sherman's not gonna listen to the podcast. He don't listen to podcasts. I'm gonna have to remember him and Tatum. They man, they had me rolling one time, uh, uh, telling me this story about it. Now I hope that they were being for real because here I am telling yeah. it on. But on here, the here's what's funny: if if that was real, you know, however many years ago that was, 
Adcock is a bad badass racer, right? The guy wins all the time. So that's what's funny about people. It's the human nature, right? So next thing you know, you got all these people swinging this shit around in the pits and like like they're David and Goliath freaking launching rocks, you know? Like right. trying to hit each other. But and then he's probably thinking, oh, I just totally made this crap up and look at all these people. But it's true. Like, I mean, monkey see monkey do, right? Oh, he used to he used to crack me up so hard. He'd be like, he'd say something to me or I'd have a question about something and I'd be like, look at him, I'd be like, for real? And he'd say, O'Neal, if I tell you a piss ant a pull a bell, hey, you hook his ass up. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Uh, but but it is. It is a lot of monkey see. And, it, and we, we've talked about it through almost every podcast. Anybody can go out, write a check, get all the equipment that they need, tools, technology to, to go to the racetrack and be competitive in a couple weekends. Heck, we make money at it. You know, setting people up and they're like, hey, I want to get into racing. OK, we're going to buy this, buy that, buy this, buy that. All right, we go to the racetrack. Five runs, you're going 90. Thumbs up, dude. Good luck to you. you yep. know, I'm doing a Gary Pritchett. Thumbs up. There you go. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's, it's it's true. And and I guess that maybe one downside to technology is the fact that there's so much technology out there now that everybody that essentially races, like, okay, let's take Super Comp, for example. Freaking everybody out there is within a hundredth or two, right? And you're yeah. racing against hundred uh, say it's the Vegas divisional and you're you're racing 140 a, of them. yeah there's 140 super comp cars and and not one of them is you know I mean there may be one guy that forgets to turn something on or whatever and goes 1550 or whatever but like for the most part everybody's within a tenth on both sides of you know fast or slow depending on how you want to drive yep Eight eight ninety five to nine oh five. They're all they're all in the ball game. Yep. And what's funny is if you ask half of them how the how they came up with that number, oh, I don't know. I just put it. In, I just typed it in my computer and it it's told me a number. <laughs> oh, so technology wins again. Yeah, yeah. There there are a few folks out there that still kind of use the old computer as a a reference. That's a reference. It's kind of like going to the library. And you're supposed to be the subject matter expert in something and you read it in a book, but you're going, uh, I don't think so. Well, I'll tell uh, you, I'll tell you myself, I mean, as much data logging and sensors and all the stuff I have on my cars, I like when it comes to like coming up with a stop number, like to put in the box, I do it all by hand. I don't use a computer. I use a weather station and I get, I go to the track with a, like a pad of paper and I do it by hand. Yeah. Density, altitude, yep. some grains, va vapor pressure. You know, there's a, there's a few formulas that you can use for that. Mm -hmm. um, and then it, I've created, some... I've created, a, you know, these formulas that we've, the people we race with, we do that. And there's things that we factor in that a lot of others don't. What's funny is the people that use certain yep. tools you technology. see technology there you go they if one person's off <laughs> they're, they're all off, off. <laughs> yep yep because it tells you the same thing so sometimes you know that technology that everybody thinks can be a hindrance it's it, it sometimes good because it doesn't it only it's only as smart as like we said it's only as smart as you make it right so if you don't factor in something or people programming it yep yeah, so you know, it's there's a lot of a lot of things in there, but oh, for sure. Now, when you 90 racing, you know, you got to got to pick a couple people to watch. Like if they always go out ahead of you, go, "Okay. All right, they went this, they went that. That's what they just went." Okay, so it's probably 3 slow when everybody else is thinking it's really 5 slow. But you also have to know how that person races, too. That's right. So if you're looking at a guy that went 85 to the wood <laughs> and he's normally, you know, nine or eight ninety one to the wood, then, you know, it's probably pretty quick. But if he's a guy that sets up hot or, you know, like that, people nope. don't think about that either. But no, nope. you got you got to have a strategy to it. Yep. That technology strategy, that technology strategy. It's all it's all part of it. But, yeah, you know, like I said, I 
I just wanted to discuss this a little bit because technology has been so involved in in motorsports now that you almost have to have technology. So I thought we'd touch on that and, you know, start getting people's memories or brains to start jogging a little bit to maybe think, well, maybe this is something that I should look into upgrading my program instead of instead of maybe putting a new widget on the car, maybe maybe that new thing that I need to do over the off season may be a data logger or an EFI system or a power grid ignition or electronic shocks or something to in, enhance your racing operation. Oh, for sure. It's the end of the, you know, we're coming up on the end of the off season for 2018. Um, you know, we, we make a comment around here. Uh, races aren't always one at the racetrack. A lot of races start out being one in the shop, in the off season, doing the maintenance starts back here in the shop. And if you're not, if you're not trying to better your program, then, you know, and you're expecting better results, then I'm not real sure. I think they call that, uh, do the same thing, uh, insanity. That's what they call that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, off season, uh, it's trade show time, getting ready for the off, se- off season. Hopefully folks will, uh, upgrade some stuff install some race pack sensors and if it's not race pack get a data system get somebody's system make your make your program better be a a better racer be a more competitive racer at the racetrack in 2019 and uh, help grow our sport of uh, drag racing in any any form of motorsports for that matter absolutely and uh, with that i guess we'll i guess we'll end uh today's today's episode but you know, as usual, thanks, Don. It's always been a pleasure talking to you. And, you know, we always like to thank racepack.com for letting us do this and uh, dragsearchforsale.com along with Voice America for asking us to put out a uh, podcast such as this. So anyway, we'll uh, we'll be at you com- in the coming weeks with more shenanigans and uh, exploits. Work hard.